We've been driving by this Philly cheesesteak place. I was going to say I knew it was dairy related. <laughs> and everyone says, oh, that place is awesome. And so, <laughs> so finally, um, you know, we decided to give it a try. And I, I'm smart enough to order half a sub because I can't eat, you know, basically I can eat a third, a quarter to a third of what would have been a normal portion. And I knew I shouldn't have eaten as much of it as I did. Shouldn't have eaten. Mm. And then, you know, just had that, uh, I think I'll go lay down. And then I was like, oh, maybe I should cancel, which I hate, by the way. Right. Canceling for me is like, it makes me a loser. <laughs> so it's, that's, um, you probably feel the way that people have a, a, a their stomachs, uh, what do they call that? A lap, 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 lap band, belt, whatever. Yes, yeah. um, yes. Yeah. The gastric band surgery is essentially right. uh, yes. I have a small, and by the way, I can never overeat again, really, without penalty. And I, and I, they say you you just can't gain weight after this surgery. So that part. There's is a one... flag on the play, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Bob yeah. Rivers has been flagged again for overeating. Can you believe this? Yes. It was that bad. But anyway, um, it's great because much like a pregnant lady, once you puke, you feel great. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I wouldn't either. So I've heard. <laughs> anyway, so I'm here. Oh, it's all good. And we're not going to talk. We're not going to dwell on that. We have so many other good. topics that make us seem old and weak that we can choose from. <laughs> right. Welcome to the Feeble Show, <laughs> ladies yeah, and true. gentlemen. Welcome to Feeble, feeble oh, Old Men. God. <clears throat> All right. Yes. But let's not. Let's not. First off, Ed Kelly, uh, last week you were caught up in traffic, and we, it, was an, it was an excused uh, absence. We knew about it. So, uh, um, uh, But we did miss you. Um, and I've not you. heard anything that's going on in your life in a couple of weeks. Oh man, it's it's just been uh, a wedding and weddings and, and and galas and fundraisers and crap. I I just hate to do in the summer. First of all, as a, as a Scotsman, uh, at least genetically, I overheat so damned easily, and I I soak through everything when I wear go go to a formal, mm. you know, especially if there's dancing involved. And generally, there's dancing involved. So. You know, my sister, my sister, poor sister, took my my fine white shirt and picked it up and showed it to me. And said, "This is gonna have to be soaked." You know, <laughs> so she she she. I left it with her at her house, <laughs> and then we've got another one in Philly next weekend. So I'm you know I've got to get an oil change and do all that stuff and so it's obligation. Get back on the road again. Yeah, it is. It's familial obligation. Yeah. So that's basically that's the, good stuff. Though. I know, good stuff. Yeah, it is. It is. It's 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 heartwarming to see the kids that you, you know, kind of uh, saw, knew as children and went to all of their competitions and graduations and all of that stuff. And now they're just taking off and flying and trying out their wings. And they're getting married and they're having kids mm. of their own. Yeah, moving away from home. That's, yeah. uh, and all very foreign to a, a single guy who's never sired nor married. But I, it is touching to watch. That's true. You've never sired, feel, but you... Yes. Um, but you have a good life, and you've loved, and I have. you're currently in love again, right? I am, yes. Well, let's ask the two childless members of this broadcast um, how they feel about not having children. Any regrets, Ed? Any regrets? 
You know, you are psychic or something, because just today, I for the first time probably ever, I thought, geez, I wonder if things that it would have been better or or just different had I uh, had a family. Because I feel as though, because my brother had a, had an addiction issue, I, I kind of was a fill-in father for my niece. So I feel as though I did experience uh, much of that uh, that uh, sort of thing. But um, yeah. I'm no, I'm, I've always been. A, I feel like I'm still a gypsy, and I, I don't feel my age, and I feel like I have options that are endless, almost. Hmm. I'm not going to burst that bubble. Zip, let's go to you now. <laughs> let's go to Zip. No, uh, Ed, I, well, I will say this, Ed, uh, to yes. to basically be there for someone else with unconditional love is what parenting is. You know. Yes. To a uh, to a magnitude of order of many times. So the fact that you have the kindness in your heart to do that um, maybe comes from the nurturing side of you that you know didn't have a child. Yeah, perhaps that's yeah. that's keen insight. Actually, yeah. yeah. Zip. Well, yeah, f- yeah. Peeling back the curtain here, uh, I think <laughs> I. I chose not to have kids. Um, this this is awful. It sounds terrible, because I, uh, in my particular situation with my father, I just didn't. You know, I always let me say this about the addiction part of it. I absolutely told myself I will never ever end up like my father, mm. and I ended up like my father with alcohol. <laughs> oh, uh, with alcohol. You know, but but survived it you know or am surviving you, it you didn't mean having a loser musician son you meant <laughs> the alcohol <laughs> sorry ouch ouch uh, no river, you know what i mean river, rivers with the broadsword and it's not oh, 10 man. minutes in, right in you wow no, 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 no. i mean icing i mean <laughs> you know i meant that sort of in good fun but you're you yeah. and your dad like me and my dad and i don't know about ed yeah. and his dad but you yeah. know we all had that that angry 50s dad who called no, he you was, kind of a loser. Your dad didn't do that, Ed? No, he checked out too early to do that. I was the oh. only the only son he loved. <laughs> if only he was there to call me a loser. Is he, that what you're saying? He had, if he'd only stuck around long enough for me to be a loser right, <laughs> or, right. you know, witness it happen. That's funny. But anyway, just to come full circle, uh, you know, luckily with the women I have been involved with, uh, you know, uh, Jeannie had kids and, and grandkids. And so it's been, you know, I've, I've gotten that fill through, right. through that, right. you know, relationship. So it's been, it's been okay. And honestly, these days, to me, it seems like such a crazy world. I wouldn't know what to tell my kids. Yeah. It really, really seems that way, honestly. Do you think it so. seems that way because we're at the age where it seems that way? Like, it, it, typically older men get into politics and get real, you know, uh, what's the word? Conservative. <laughs> or, or liberal. I mean, they just basically <laughs> suddenly care about stuff that we went through life. Like, I didn't pay any attention to the Pentagon Nobody Papers did. when I was Nobody younger. Nobody did. Yeah. No. yeah. yeah. It was yeah. a constitutional crisis or it whatever. Was a, it was a poster on the board in, in history class. Yeah. yeah. And when, um, you know, when the Iranians uh, held our hostages for 154 days, I didn't well, the, think anything of it. It wasn't. I watched that. That one did. got me. Yeah. But I didn't. I mean, I, I was completely uninterested until an age where I think I started to sort of get how, I don't want to say this exactly, but I will, 
how rigged everything is. Mm. And, and rigged in good ways. I mean, it, it's rigged so we have a society. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's some compassion. And then it's also rigged so that business can essentially lie and cheat their way to big profits, which is the opposite of compassion. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, people like Putin out there right now. Oh, boy. I'm not going to side with Tucker Carlson and say, well, he hasn't, <laughs> he hasn't come to my neighborhood. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> um, but on the other hand, I'm not going to side with the U.S. and say, hey, this is going really well so far because mm -mm. we're just digging a deeper hole. There's talk that Republicans may decide they're against the Ukraine uh, war effort. That's fine. I mean, I, I was against it before anybody was against it. Right. You're but, a trendsetter, Bob. Well, I wasn't a trend. I, it was basically, <laughs> it was like I've seen this movie before. Yes, we've, we played this episode, yeah. Yeah, Vietnam, Afghanistan. Um, it never ends well. Well, there isn't a clear objective. No, but, but and, and it always seems we leave our gear behind, Bob. Why is that? Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, I, I think that when it comes to tanks and, you know, big, huge artillery guns, it doesn't work with Amazon Prime. They're too heavy. <laughs> Amazon Prime. Yeah, there's some cost. You can't just you, you can't just like oh it's, the tank will be here in two days. No, it doesn't. It doesn't work that way. Why? Why don't we bring in Optimus Prime? Yeah, he'll turn himself from a Corvette into a tank retriever. <laughs> just you know. <laughs> and just re return all of our munitions. I'm with you on all of that. I mean, none of it makes yeah. sense. The fact that we keep appropriating billions of dollars, it's just, I, I'm not sure why anybody would be for that. And it's so weird right now that it's the Democrats because you sort of wonder where the peace protests are. But if it was a Republican president doing it, if this was Trump doing what Biden's doing, there would mm. be protests. It would be completely recklessly mm -hmm. irresponsible. So, um, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird time zip, but I can understand why you don't want to have to explain this to your son who, you know what, your son would disappoint you if he didn't want to be a musician. That's what I think would happen. <laughs> but son, but, but I brought you this drum kit. Yeah. No, I'm learning how to code. I'm going to make video games. Video games? <laughs> video games? You'll be a ditch digger. <laughs> That's the yeah. famous line. Oh, no. reform school and ditch digger. Those were the two operative terms. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be in you're gonna end up in reform school. Yeah. I had an <laughs> uncle Thank God I who actually avoided. was a, a counselor at uh I don't they didn't call it reform school, but it what was a school it? for troubled kids. Jail. Who'd been in <laughs> no, they've been in trouble with the law. <laughs> troubled kids. Yes. Troubled kids. Troubled yes. kids. Yes. And um, one time, my parents sent me to go with my Uncle Bud and stay at that school for three days so I could see what it was like to be an imprisoned youth, I guess. And Scared I just, straight with Bob Rivers. I, yeah. Yeah. I would just go because his name was Uncle Bud. Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's still alive, by the way. They were um, pushing 90. Great, great couple, Bud and Janice. But he devoted his life to service, uh, oh, you know, God. in service of troubled youth. 
and was mm-hmm. a really good counselor. And, and he had a way, you know how a good counselor doesn't criticize you? They no, just, they make you feel good about your choices. Yeah, they you make know, you feel good about I, the good stuff you do. And they're yeah. just a little disappointed if you're not good. <laughs> oh, right. you knocked over another liquor store. Oh. <laughs> You know, well, you didn't fire your <laughs> weapon. That's right. At least you didn't fire. And <laughs> you didn't unclip. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. But I was there for was a, a long weekend. The number one thing I remember from that weekend was they had uh, as like a field trip event, and they brought in a giant boa constrictor snake, like six, seven foot long. Wow. And the kids passed it around and curled it up around their neck. Yeah. And how many got salmonella? <laughs> I don't think. I, I think it was pretty harmless. I I remember being like really afraid because it was a huge snake. Yeah, which could squeeze the life out of you. Theoretically, but if it you know, decided to. Yeah. At the end of the weekend, I remember thinking, "Well, I was grateful that I could go home." But it wasn't so bad there in case I was unable to stop my drinking and keep myself from becoming a criminal. It wouldn't be so terrible. <laughs> Three squares and <laughs> a cop. They had activities. They had a snake guy come in. You know, yeah. they, they played games. and you know, It was my first uh, exposure to counseling. And, and uh, yeah. uh, do, do you, are you in therapy uh, currently, or have you been since? Uh, oh, many times, but many not times. currently. No. Not currently, okay. In fact, uh, therapists... Pretty much for the last two decades, I will go to one when something, you know, earth-shattering happens. Right. In one case, it was when my plane was stolen, and it made me kind of freaked out. Me too. Um, and <laughs> I saw on TV. Right. And the other was when I got cancer, and I was like, oh, this is going to be horrible. And I go, and I recontacted my uh, therapist. And each time, you know, it's funny, I... It's not that they fire me, but they go, well, what do you need me for? Well, because I'm not sure that me acting so well is, maybe it's just me bullshitting everybody. Denial or something. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and they go, no, you seem to, well, at least you're pretty good at it. <laughs> <laughs> and the Oscar goes too. Yeah. It's an art. <laughs> and they say, you have a pretty good attitude. Uh, Bob Rivers, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Bob Rivers. Uh, but a certain, in a certain way, I believe that therapy is is just another uh, way of saying unconditional love. Like therapists, you know, they may ask you some tough questions. They may do the, um, what is it called? The um, gestalt. The thing where you um, mirror, r- remove yourself from the ah, situation yeah, and yeah, look yeah. at it. It's right. it's called objectively cognitive behavioral therapy. I, th- I think your tent pegs are pretty well founded in, Bob. Well, it's, you know, the whole thing is basically the serenity prayer. Yeah. If you know the serenity yeah. prayer yeah. Mm-hmm. and you use it anytime life is tough, it has all your answers in there. I've never been granted the wisdom to know the difference. I know. You have to pray for that. (laughs) And I do. Yeah. Trust me. Oh, do you really? Human beings don't. So the serenity prayer for anybody who hasn't uh, dealt with it lately is uh, it could be God or it could be dog or it could be couch, whatever you worship. An entity, yes. Yeah. Uh, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, 
and the wisdom to know the difference, which is, of course, uh, the tough one. And like, for example, I cannot change the war in Ukraine. I mean, I theoretically could join an angry mob and storm lawmakers. And would I have any effect? Not without real lobbying money and some sort of special interest behind me. I don't think so. Uh, so that's one of those things that if I'm all wound out about it by watching the news, eh, maybe I don't have the wisdom to see that it's, it's doing me more harm than I'm doing good for the world. Ah. On the other hand, where I have a forum like this, a soapbox of sorts, you know, yeah. and I could speak to a few thousand people and say, you know, I've seen this movie before. It doesn't seem <laughs> to make much sense. Um, at least someone has exposed to that thought. Will that have any effect? I don't know. Maybe a little butterfly flaps its wings and, you know, a Ukrainian wheat farmer farts and something happens. Oh, the horror. The horror. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so that I feel like, like these conversations mean something. Yes. Uh, but to get severely wound up about anything that I can't, like the things that we can deal with are our family, our loved ones. In your guy's case, you don't have children, but nieces, yeah, nephews. Yeah, my sister. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you, even the anonymous person you meet in the street. Yep. Do you ever do that thing where, I don't know if you've been exposed, I was kind of brought up in a cult the Catholic Church? You're familiar with <laughs> Yes. I've heard you pray before. B-14. B-14. <laughs> yes. But there are certain things that I was taught that are foundationally good. Um, one, you know, they talk about Jesus, that Jesus is in everyone you meet, no matter what their station in life. If it's a homeless man, Jesus is in there. If it's a mass murderer, you know, it, it, he's got all kinds of issues and problems and, yeah. uh, you know, maybe deserves whatever the highest penalty can be meted out. But somewhere in that twisted, mangled whatever, uh -huh. there's also a human being who should be not approved of, but in some way loved. Love isn't going to hurt. Mm -hmm. And uh, so maybe that makes me a commie liberal or... Maybe it makes me a person with good values who is a Republican. I've, I've, I've worn both hats. <laughs> he said mixing religion and politics. Yeah. I, I'm in, mixing a toxic, religion. in a toxic bitch's brew. It's so <laughs> safe, though. It's, yes. it's so safe because if you're not attacking someone or putting them down, yeah. all of a sudden you can speak freely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so much of what's out there today is just putting large groups of people down oh, and saying they're all brutal. fucked up. It's yeah. brutal. My dad at least used to do it to me one-on-one, -on -one, not a whole group of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It's so, such a, a far higher choice. Sure. Uh, so you childless mm -hmm. uh, members of the show got, got to focus on that tonight. Now, how about um, that? Zip, do you think there's any chance since you were a musician and, uh, you know, a, a quite accomplished <laughs> at your is. profession of alcoholism. Do you think that there was <laughs> any chance you impregnated someone who didn't remember your name? Have you ever thought about that? Uh, uh, I would like to think not. Um, <laughs> anything's possible. <laughs> yeah. there, were some, there were some pretty cloudy moments, I will say that. I think back to those 
old days when well, first hedonistic off, times, yes. hedonistic, misogynistic mm, yeah, too. Let's 70s, be honest. Yeah. Yes, that, I mean, yeah, big time. Right. I, I, it's just not a defense, uh, but I didn't know better, and I was going with the flow of the times in my thinking, and I think back to you know stumbling around dates and not really understanding women or anything about relationships, uh, and I, you know. Whew, Glad I didn't become a network news anchor. Yeah. <laughs> this is Tom Brokaw from NBC Nightly News. And just for the record, I want you to know that I practice safe sex wherever I went and with whomever I was with, especially that one girl named Lucy. You know, I, as I watched uh, CC, what helped me, Fogarty, uh, CCR's front singer, front yes. man, uh, uh, John Fogarty. Yeah, watch him play in Ottawa. I went to a concert with a buddy for my birthday. And um, he was playing Woodstock footage because he was there. And I was watching the people who were, you know, teens and 20s mostly and some 30-somethings, I imagine. And some older, but largely 20-somethings. And they were just running around naked. Who knows what happened oh, or who yeah. is who, whose father at that point in history. No, some of that is what I'm talking about. I mean, yeah. heck, uh, Zip tried to swap girlfriends with me once, and I was like, it was, there was part <laughs> of me that was like, yeah, dude, that might be, oh, oh no. Um, I was insecure. <laughs> I was, he, he tried that with me, and he tried that with me in your house. Yes. <laughs> I was insecure oh, enough you didn't have a girlfriend. with, one, with this gentlemen. one girl who seemed oh to like me. Who's Where's now my the wife. sergeant in arms? <laughs> um, but when I think geez. back on it, there was nothing that odd about it, you know, in those no. days. Uh, it was the you free know, love really 70s was pretty and 80s. Loose. It yeah. really, truly was. It really, yeah. really was. was All uh, right, Andrew Rivers is going to join us in a bit. Oh, good. Um, I could... read about the Alan White thing online. Oh, yes. Uh, I should give a plug for that because people you will be should. Certainly should. listening to this podcast. Um, if it's after October 2nd, you missed it. <laughs> but if it's prior to October 2nd, this Sunday at the Paramount Theater in Seattle, a very special concert celebrating the life of Alan White, the drummer for Yes for about 50 years. He and Chris Squire the rhythm section and foundation of one of the most talented bands in the history of rock music. You were also a gobsmacked Yes fan from the beginning. So. That's the thing, and that's partially why I was uh, stunned and surprised that I got to know him. Um, right. Is The first time I saw Alan White, it was 1977. I would have been 21 years old or so. Yes played in the round at the New Haven Coliseum, New Haven, Connecticut. And this was a big show. I mean, you know, there were a lot of bands, and you back then you would save for a concert, and you might get to go to two in a year. And it was big money. I think it was five bucks. It was huge money. <laughs> That's true. Right, yeah. Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> five bucks gets me a drink waiting for Elton John. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Seeing Alan um, at age 21, uh, I'm pretty sure I had a buzz on. The music was, you know, so trippy, so cool. Um, I had musician friends then. I wasn't a musician, never was. Uh, but they would all revere 
everything about Yes. It was like, mm-hmm. they all wished they could play that well. I could do prog rock. Right. Oh, man. Prog rock. That'd be so cool. Yeah. You had to be brilliant and to have hits yeah. with it and to and to break all the rules. Top 40 only wants to play a three and a half minute song. Yeah, yeah. well, right. pound salt. Album rock. Here's yeah. Roundabout. Okay, we'll do a four yeah. and a half minute edit for you. But all yeah. it's going to do is drive everyone away from your top 40 station to the album rock <laughs> station. Bye-bye. Because the, ba- the bass solo is four and a half minutes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I-, I met Alan because he was... Joe met him at this bar, uh, and they were hanging and talking, and he said, I like, I like the show. I, I, I listened to the show, and you guys are great. And Joe said, well, thank you, and they had another beer, and then at one point he said, hey, do you think uh, Bob Rivers would let me play on one of those twisted tunes? And Joe said, no, he likes to surround himself with himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great line, Ed, yes. Thank you. <laughs> And and so Joe deadpans, and he goes, I don't know. I'll ask him. <laughs> That's not a bad Joe impression. You must have worked with him a while. I don't know. <laughs> well, Joe's kind of like Dr. Phil, only with a deeper voice. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So the show this weekend, if you're if it's not after October 2nd when you're listening to this, features an all-star cast. Almost all the current touring members of Yes, some classic members. I can tell you Trevor Rabin will be there. A couple of members of Heart? Uh, Three Rock and Roll Hall of Fame members of Heart. Wow. Alan White's uh, solo band White. Uh, Several others, uh, just big names. And all of the proceeds go to a charity called Why Hunger, which Alan and Gigi always supported. I'll tell you one other funny story about them. Gigi always made sure that Lisa and I had tickets. I, I mean, for me, who had seen Alan at age, you know, 21, 21 yeah. to get to see him and hang backstage. I mean, I was just, I'm a total fanboy as well as mm-hmm. friend. And Gigi would say, uh, you know, would you like some tickets? And uh, she would set tickets for us with backstage passes. And I, I never took it for granted. Because here I am, I'm not calling some concert promoter. You know, I'm, no. call, I'm calling Alan's wife. Mm-hmm. And when we moved east, you know, she got us tickets to Hampton Beach in New Hampshire. Uh, we got we saw them in Providence at an outdoor show, and it's just like I was always like feeling like uh, uh, awkward to ask her like a. Like, Oh, that's that Rivers guy bugging for the free tickets again. <laughs> I mean, I knew we were friends, but I always have that un- uneasy feeling. Yeah. And um, and so one day, probably about two and a half years ago, Andrew was performing at the North Bend Theater. Oh, boy. And hey, get, that's his sweet spot, yeah. Yeah, and I get a call from um, Gigi, and she says, Hey, Bob, uh, your son's performing in town here. <laughs> and she said... Do you think you could get us a pair of tickets? <laughs> <laughs> Does Pamela Anderson Wait, sleep uh, on her back? Do you, think <laughs> yes. that, do you think that Bob would let me play on one of his twisted tunes? The answer is yes. Of course it's yes. And yes. and so I said, Gigi, let me get on the on it right now. But of course I'll get you tickets. And I called Andrew, and you know, Andrew. Andrew's like, Oh, sorry, Dad, it's sold out. I'm like, 
You don't no, understand. It's, this is, no, it's not. <laughs> this is Alan and Gigi. I don't care if you have to get a hammer and nails and and yeah. build a bench for them to sit or, on. Or shoot two people. <laughs> or shoot two people. <laughs> Figuratively speaking, of course. Yes, um, of course. But uh, I said, they're going to get in. And so, of course, he did that. Yeah. And they took a picture. And I, and I, I remember telling Gigi, he said it was totally sold out, but... If I didn't get you tickets, I would have been like, uh, been oh my, morbidly, uh, oh yeah, upset with myself. So, but the fact that's the kind of guy he was. It was like, oh, it's Bob's kid. Let's go see the show. Right. And um, you know, just super supportive of all up and coming talent. And he's probably watching his stuff on online. I mean, it, Andrew's chops are <laughs> like they just oh, yeah. do the, the oh, little yeah. sound bites. But the last one, I, 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 I was I, just laughing like hell. Look, I can say this when he's not on. Yeah, super proud. He's amazing. But when he's on, part of his whole act is the angst. Yeah. About not having his father's approval. I know, understand right. that. Yeah. I don't want to take that away from him. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got. You have to leave him with, with a. I don't want him to become some... a ditch digger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I ain't saying he's a ditch digger. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, so I just invited him on to the podcast. Okay, a couple uh, other okay. things. <sighs> this happened to me two days ago, and uh, I guess I am a senior citizen, but I always figure I'm like more aware of my surroundings and aware of potential scams than most people. And maybe I am, but I'm, I'm vulnerable. So because I am 66, going on 66 and four months in November. And you know oh, what that means? Oh, I think I know where this is going. Yes, I do. All right. My Wheel of Fortune buddy knows the answer to this question. What is <laughs> social security <laughs> tag? I, I will buddy? Actually, yes. Wheel of Torture! <laughs> <laughs> and I would feel social guilty because, I mean, I... It's not that I don't need it. I, I, I every little bit helps, and boy, is the stock market in the tank. But Ooh, oh yes, but I did pay into it, as they say, and you know, I had this health challenge, and I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna get screwed out of my social security. That's like more important than the fact that I might die, right? <laughs> I can't get much seriously. I don't want to leave anything well, on the table. Yeah, right. Getting the paddles out. <laughs> So, um, oh my God. so anyway, I, I dutifully on the first day that I could apply, I applied and I, you know, do obsessive compulsive reading. And, and by the way, how people who aren't retired get anything done. Cause you know, calling social security takes four hours out of your day. You oh, sit on hold forever. Not looking yep. forward to uh, which I had to do today. And here's why about two days ago, I checked the social security website to see the status of my application. The backup, how many years? Well, according to their website, they received it on August 19th and it takes roughly two to four weeks. Mm. Well, it's been five weeks, so I was concerned. And so I, I made a mental note, I'm a little concerned, I mean, I keep checking that, make sure I didn't fill something out wrong. Mm -hmm. And that day I got a call. Uh, this is, uh, I forget her name. I have it written down somewhere. Uh, Hello, I'm Scam Elliot. <laughs> Scam Elliot. <laughs> if somebody asks you for your social and pretends to be from Social Security, don't be an idiot. All right, I got it. Uh, hi, this is Jennifer L. Walker. 
I'm a federal uh, investigator with Social Security, and uh, we uh, <clears throat> need to ask you a couple questions. And I and I had you're read, in the rears. <laughs> well, I had read that they may call me if there's problems with my application. So remember, my guard is down. And the pri the pump was primed. Yeah, totally. And so I said, yes, uh, Jennifer Walker, uh, how can I help? She said, well, I just want to verify your address. I did oh. that. And, like um, she wouldn't know. <laughs> she didn't have... <laughs> but you have moved. When so. I realized it was a scam, all yeah. I had given out basically was name and address. Nothing okay. else. Good, good. Uh, but she says, okay, well, there's a couple of things we have to clear up, and uh, I want to give you my federal badge number so you have my identification. My federal badge number is 06149, and I went, okay, and I wrote that down. I said, is there a number I can call you back so I can verify who you are? She said, yes, it's 915-288-blada-blada-blada. Uh, and, uh, and I said, your address? And she said, 3438 East South Court, San Antonio, Texas. Uh, she said, let me give you a PIN number, too. Uh, and uh, in other words, she was giving me all these signs that she oh, was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I said, okay, well, what's, what's the issue? She said, well, there is a, um, an outstanding warrant for you in Texas. And <laughs> it involves drug trafficking. So we need to clear oh that up. God. At that moment. Yeah. I'm like. Did I get arrested? No. No, because. No. It's no. been too long. <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> if I was younger, I'd be like, did Zip have a child yeah. he can't remember? Mm. And did I do something? <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I'm like, <laughs> and then I thought, could there be identity theft? So first I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. And, and then I thought, yeah. uh, let me ask you a question, Jennifer. Um, how do I know you're actually from Social Security? And she said, I gave you my federal badge number. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, and wherein, like, some guys would have gone, oh, oh, okay, sorry. Uh, yep. I said, yep. well, okay, I can make up a right. federal badge number for you right now. So that doesn't mean anything. She said, this is so security. And she, she like, tried to argue, and she started raising her voice, and I went, yeah. Oh, yeah. I said, this yeah. is a scam. And um, I said, why don't you mail me something? And by the way, if there was a warrant out for my arrest, I think they'd I think they'd show up at the door, not on the phone. Yeah, yeah, uncapped. So, uh, and, and then she was arguing more, and I went, "You're a loser," and I hung up. <laughs> Part of me thought, if I hear sirens in the next few minutes, maybe that was a bad call. <laughs> So, wait a minute. How did she contact you originally? Phone. Just the phone. Just called you? Yeah, but I was expecting a call from Social Security because I'd inquired why my oh. thing hadn't been approved. So today, oh. I called Social Security. And I got, I got something interesting in Social Security, by the way. I got a mail phone tree. What do you call it? The um, automated phone. IVR. Yes, IBR. Yeah, yeah. Interactive voice for? recording. Okay, interactive yeah. voice recording. Yeah, and it was it was a he wasn't Ricardo Montalbán, but it was close enough <laughs> that I'm going to give you that. And <laughs> and he was really smooth talking, deep voice, and polite. And 
I was put off a little bit because I saw a meme on Facebook yesterday mm -hmm. that accused the uh, phone, uh, automated phone messaging companies of perpetuating the stereotype that women are servants because virtually every automated phone thing is a woman, right? Yeah. And uh, I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's because they're servants or because a woman's voice sounds more nurturing, which I don't think has any evil intent in it. It's just, it just feels that way. But anyway, so this guy had a deep voice and he said, press two if you want to speak to a real human being at one point. Press I, tattoo. <laughs> right. And I was like, of course I want to speak. Who, uh, who in the history of all phone message systems has, I, I don't want a real human. I'm really enjoying this interaction with these bots. <laughs> so uh, then they put me on hold with some music for almost two hours. I hope that you like what you're listening to. We will get to you momentarily. Thank you very much. And unlike more modern phone trees, they didn't have a, uh, your estimated wait time is 14 oh, yeah. minutes. Or if you press the pound, we can call you back and you won't lose your place in line. They didn't have any of that. They, they yeah. basically went, you're old, you're retired, you have nothing better to do. Just watch Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> There will you be, soil yourself yeah. waiting? We don't care. <laughs> we don't care. Eat some cat food, and uh, we'll get to you when we get to you. Yeah. And I was almost oh. giving up. I had decided to just walk around with the headphones on, with the headset on, and just do my chores. Yeah, multitask. And finally someone came on. And I got to say, she was great. And yeah. she said, oh, yeah. She said, the website says two to four weeks, but actually... It's going to be two weeks before your first check, and you will hear nothing. She said, but I've just looked yeah. at your file, and everything's basically approved. I said, yeah, and I also got this call from uh, San Antonio, Texas, from a Jennifer Walker. Can I give you her badge number? <laughs> <laughs> and she said, oh, that one. Uh, She's that like, one. we don't have badge numbers. That's the first clue. <laughs> Badges? <laughs> we don't need scam. no stinking badges. So um, I felt good that I had busted the person. Now, I, then, now you know, because I was a little unsure. Now that I know it was a scam, I wish I'd flipped her even more shit. Yeah, there's yeah. so many of them, and they're so good, Bob. They're really good at it. I could see being convinced. Where do yeah. you think she was going? Uh, the, she was where, going, well, where was it, this sting it's, going? it's either fishing for information it always ends up that they need some money or some information. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. I call this the oncologist from hell. <laughs> oh, you told, you didn't tell me this story. You were, said you'd wait for the podcast. I did say right. I would save it for the podcast. Didn't yes, I? you did. Well, look, I'm, a, I'm very uh, much an open book about my health things, which have gone well, by the way. I have a, I had a clean scan, Amen. no evidence of Amen. disease. Good I got a six-month reprieve. Uh, but Excellent. like so many people who've had, you know, cancer, I'm gonna every six months I'm gonna cross my fingers, and in the meantime, just I believe in the philosophy of you know enjoying life, living life, and uh, That's right. part of living life for me has been the immunotherapy treatments I'm getting, which are wonderful. I I don't have any severe side effects. Um, not any, really, not any side effects so far. And okay. this is the new wave of cancer treatments. 
is immunotherapy. And if you're <laughs> at all curious, you can Google it and read a lot. But after four months of working with my incredible surgical and oncology team in Seattle at Virginia Mason Hospital, it's time to face the fact that we live in Las Vegas, Nevada. Mm-hmm. And I needed to find an oncologist here and oh, continue. Boy. I have, you know, eight more months of chemo, of uh, immunotherapy, not chemotherapy. Yeah. And so I looked around for the biggest, and I'm not going to give the name. Good. Because I am going to trash them. Yes. And I'm not trashing the whole place. I'm just trashing my experience there. Maybe I am trashing the whole place. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when you when you research <laughs> when you research cancer care, um, Las I Vegas comes up as a desert. <laughs> of course, and, and, you, you know, because um, people go there to drink themselves to death for crying out loud. Pretty pretty <laughs> concerned about life in general. Well, there's a big no, retirement community. Roll of the dice. Here. Yeah, yes. There's good people everywhere, but it's not like Seattle, yeah. where oh, all the hospitals are incredible and you can't yeah. go wrong. Oh, no, or, there they have Narcan and paddles. <laughs> sure. Uh, if only my experience had been that good. So here's what happened. <laughs> yes. I got a referral to one of the larger places that had, you know, the services I needed. And so I go to my appointment. And by the way, I had said to Lisa, you know, when I had a excellent surgeon and great care in Seattle. She was like, well, why don't you just come do it here closer to home? I was like, I'm going to stick with those guys for the first four months because that's when, you know, if anything's going to go wrong, it's, and I want to be right near that, that team. And I, but I consented after four months, I'll come to Las Vegas. So I go to my appointment now. Oodles of medical records have been sent. Forms have been filled out. Mm-hmm. I, I'm actually looking forward to it because I'm thinking, you know, Lisa was right. I should have just, you know, stopped traveling so much and then just come here. And I'm really looking forward to it. I'm, I'm, maybe there'll be wonderful people and I'll feel uh, great. So I uh, walk into the appointment and it's a fairly, compared to the wonderful hospitals in Seattle, it's a fairly dingy Low ceiling, small waiting room packed to the gills. Oh, boy. Um, and the seating is super close. Like, did they even have a pandemic here? I don't. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> Were the old airline seats? <laughs> kind of, and, and I was like, wow, I'm going to definitely catch something in here because it's, yeah. it's packed. But I was like, oh, I'll just, you know, you've, you're stuck up. You've... You've been coddled your whole life, um, yeah. you know. Grin and bear it. Suck it up, buttercup. Yeah. My dad used to <laughs> say that. Uh, and so I, I, and they handed me a whole pile of papers to fill out. And like, fill these out. And those are those really long surveys where they want to know every family member, every sibling, everything they had, you know. And no one ever reads those, by the way. I don't know if you've ever noticed. Um, you fill out each all that. Each one paper. autographed with yeah. the circles and the arrows no. on the back of each exactly. one. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. I, I've always been annoyed by those, but I'm filling them out. <laughs> and then a nurse comes to take me back. And I always try to make, because nurse, nurses have been some of the best people. Um, they cheer you up. 
they just make you feel at ease, most of them. I would say 85% of them have been wonderful. Our social workers, yeah. They are. Yeah, and yeah. they're caring, nurturing people. Mm-hmm. You have to be. So this nurse was like, follow me. <laughs> All business. She, did, she didn't have Elvis sideburns or anything. No, she didn't. No. <laughs> a, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That was the drive-through uh, oncology center. I didn't. <laughs> okay. Hey, Mel, I'm just here to TCB. Take care of brothers. Come with me. Yeah. Right. But I, 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 I remember trying to make small talk and going, oh, she's, you know, she's not interested in talking. Not sort of like that Uber driver. Yeah. You know, some of them want to tell you they're, they're working on a screenplay, and yeah. some don't want anything to do with you. Four grandchildren I have. I can't <laughs> yeah, believe that's it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and so I get back there, and I'm like, well, she was, you know, nothing. And and again, I'm feeling guilty about even being judgmental. Yeah. Right away, the doctor comes in. He looks like James Spader. <laughs> That's not a good look for a doctor. You know how James Spader, the actor on Blacklist, has that look like, I don't give a shit about anything, and I'm annoyed. I'm just generally annoyed. <laughs> shakes his head. It, it, this guy looked exactly like that, but I thought, oh, I can't, I can't, you know, be too can't hasty. Judge a book, yeah. Right? He sits down. He has a folder. <laughs> he looks at me and he says, "So, how long have you had the lung cancer?" <laughs> <laughs> wow! What a bedside manner. <laughs> I, I said, ever since I started smoking Lucky Strike, yeah. that was MFD. <laughs> Who wants to know? For those of you new to the show, I don't have lung cancer. I've never had lung cancer. I know we're not it, making funny and lung, fun of lung cancer. It was an either, epic but. fail. It was, it was like, and by the way, I'm always empathetic. Even, you know, I remember Jesus is in everybody. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm, I'm thinking... This poor guy is a fuck-up just like me. <laughs> I remember there would be times I would have an important celebrity interview. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't get enough sleep and didn't have time, I'd be walking in with nothing. And I'd be opening a folder trying to think of a question to ask the person as they were right. walking into the yeah. room. Like a completely Cram- unprepared buffoon. Cram- cramming for the exam. Yeah. yeah. And I can even still think of a couple that I'm still dying inside for the dumb things I said. And so I just, I looked at this guy with a little bit of pity and I went, that's a giant fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't read my chart. You have no fucking clue of anything. And the nurse wasn't even nice. Uh. And so, and it got worse from there. He, it, I tried to make small talk. I said, hey, I had this thing last week. I had sepsis. I was in the hospital. I thought he'd be curious. Well, what happened? And what's a, He was like, he, he responded by saying, yeah, so we'll uh, set up your first appointment in three weeks for the immunotherapy, and then I'll see you again in eight weeks. Mm. And I was it's, like, yeah. I was just like the social security scam woman with a badge <laughs> number. I was like, no, you won't. <laughs> and That's- so... Bedside manner of a mobster. Yeah. So I'm not going to name the place, but if anybody out there is a cancer patient or knows a cancer patient, you stand up for yourself. If 
you have a if you have a shitty experience, hey, and maybe he just had a bad day. Maybe. Maybe he'd been binge watching Blacklist and working on his <laughs> I don't give a shit look. His James Spader impression. <laughs> but and I'm I, I, I'm still hoping I'm not saying enough. No one could figure out who he is. Can Can I just offer this? I think you already know the story. After my situation where I was out for the day, yes, and they didn't really know what it was. I was supposed to go to this follow up. You know, what, when you get back to uh, Worcester or, or you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, Massachusetts, you got a immediate follow up. So I make the appointment. I go that same day, mm-hmm. and the paperwork. The primary care physician had the paperwork, and she said, "Good news, you're in this afternoon. Go see this guy. I go to see him. Doesn't have the paperwork, and yeah, he, he, and, and basically, so so. Well, tell me what happened. Oh, well, that doesn't sound like a seizure to me. I don't know. Yeah. You know, hey, listen, how often do you come downtown? I'm like, I don't know, a couple times a week. He says, well, next time you're down this way, drop that paperwork off, yeah, and yeah, I'll yeah. have a look. <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> I'll get another billable appointment out of it. Yeah. It's fine. Great. But, yeah. but the next time you're in, you can't call your nursing yeah. and say, hey, you know. All right. So to make the long story short, because Andrew yes. Rivers is coming on, and he'll right. yeah. he'll yes. young this thing up right away by talking about whatever <laughs> yeah. health yeah, ailments he has. Medical discussion. Um, yes. So that night, I went back to Lisa and I said it was horrible. I said it was an epic fail. I can't go there. I said, but don't worry, honey. There's someone good in this town, and I will find them. And so I stayed up for hours googling oncologists and reading all of their reviews you know dozens and dozens of them you are a digger and i can't i know obsessive compulsive is what it is but i came up with this guy and i'm not going to give him out because this one is precious and i don't want anybody else to know he exists <laughs> you want <a> competition <laughs> he studied at university of miami and got further uh, accreditations and degrees at brown and mm. cornell wow and i thought yeah. they ain't shitty schools no. And then I read his philosophy. His philosophy is to communicate with his patients and make sure they understand everything that's going on and that all treatment options are explored. What is he, a foreigner? <laughs> <laughs> and so I went, okay, this is going to be better. And so I called their office and like the, the receptionist was friendly. She was like, you know, if you want to come in, we can fill out the forms together and we can get you a first appointment. And I, I was like, I'm getting in the car now. <laughs> and I drove down there and instead of handing me papers and go, fill this out. Yeah. She was like asking me the questions and filling it out with her much better handwriting. And <laughs> I have my appointment. So the only thing left to do, and I've been lazy about doing it, Write it in your day book. No, firing the other guy. Ah. I haven't called okay. to cancel yet. <clears throat> okay. I hate to give people bad news. Oh, you Oh, you need to get on Yelp and just roast him. No, I'm not that type. <laughs> no. Well, For all sh- I know, sh- he, he could have had a bad day. I, oh, I, yeah. Maybe he's good to other people. I, it's not, I mean, on the other I, hand, yeah. I should give him a bad review because... That's what the system is. So anyway, I'm all set. Um, I'm very excited about it, actually. So, so Andrew, who did you go to for your gum reduction? I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> was he a good doctor? Was he a bad doctor? Did he, was the bedside manner decent? 
No. Hello? Oh, am I in? Am I on yet? Yeah, well, we yeah. just talked to you, but I, the show was so oh. boring. I'm pretty sure you weren't listening. It's no big deal. I was. Yeah. No, I was. I was paying. I sounded like you were trying to give away my inheritance to a stranger on the phone. <laughs> you, unfortunately, I love this. Uh, uh, yeah, you won't get oh, go my ahead. social security because that that uh, uh, some of that passes to Lisa, but. Uh, yeah, that's big. well. Yeah, I mean, if I'm trying to get uh, any information out of you out of memory, I I, I think I know who to call. But uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> good luck asking you to remember nine numbers in a row. But uh, that's right. Hey, uh, no, I I love the uh, I love the role reversal. Like as you get older, it's like I'm the one that has to take care of you. I'm like, save your money. Don't get in a stranger's van, even if he has candy. You know, that's right. You're that's about right. to be in diapers soon, so everything you know cycles. Oh. What is mom's favorite saying? Ages and stages. Ages and stages. Um, all right, ladies stages. and gentlemen, Andrew Rivers joins the podcast. Uh, <laughs> are you in Seattle? Yes, I'm. I'm here. You're home. Okay. Um, I'm home. I, I've been. I'm. I'm in the thick of my. Uh, I had a lighter summer, so I could be home and and enjoy the outdoors. But I'm real. I'm real heavy touring here for the next couple months, and I, uh, <clears throat> you know, I I replaced my 45 minutes in a year, and so now I feel like I've got the bones of the 45 wow. minutes. And, uh, and so now it will be the next six months are really going to, I'm going to try and hammer this thing home and, and really make it, uh, as, as wonderful as it can be. Um, which is why I was just in Tucson, uh, cause you know, is you gotta the get the jokes to, to work to, everywhere. Is that the best place to use material that isn't ready for prime time? <laughs> <in Tucson? laughs> well, it's Stop a great it. way to test it. Hmm. Test yeah. the prime time material. You know, it, it's, it's, yeah. uh, I'm kind of like you where. You know, there's there's good comedy clubs and then there's there's bad comedy clubs and um, good doctors, um, bad doctors. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you know, yeah. it's just a the shows are 8 p.m. and 10:30. So uh, a 10:30 Friday show that starts 10 to 15 minutes late and then they have three comics and a guest set and by the time I get on stage, it's 11 30 p.m and, and so you can tomatoes. imagine yeah that's hard yeah people yeah. are drinking and so you but you've got to make sure that the jokes work for them and 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 you know you could anyone can kill in a good room you know with a with right. a perfect audience that's there for uh uh the right Comedy. reasons so mm -hmm. yeah so mm. It was, uh, but yeah it was good it was a good weekend and so i'm, I'm really feeling confident about where my where my new jokes are and, um, uh, you know, not necessarily my career and my, uh, life, but, uh, the jokes. Are fun, so. <laughs> 45 minutes is a hell of a lot of material. It is. Yeah. And that's the, yes. that's the, um, the name of the game, uh, for comics is you work up a successful set, you tour with it. And then when you go around the next time, yeah, if you, if you want to have fans, they want to get mm. to know you more and hear more stuff. So tell yeah. some new stuff. We yeah. heard this last <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah, it's actually the yeah, opposite. They can't of, go free bird. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say it's the opposite of a rock band. Oh, Andrew, rock because band, yes. I went to see the Little River Band last week, and they were Love like, that. "We're gonna play a couple of new songs, which we notice induces everyone Ooh. to have to go take a pee." But that's okay. Go <laughs> play, take a pee. At least they know. Whereas, yeah, and you. Yeah. 
you almost risked your life to go to that concert and see the same songs you've already seen 12 times. Absolutely, because you know what one of the songs is called? Lonesome Loser. No, although I do think of my dad when I, when I hear that one. No. Um, the coolest, biggest Little River Band song is called Reminiscing. Oh, I love uh, that. Uh, we'll be walking hand in hand, dancing and reminiscing. Well, thanks. Uh, Mom sent me a Little River Band t-shirt, so I, I got to make sure to, to rock that and impress all my friends. <laughs> yeah. You have to refer to them as LRB, though. LRB? That's right. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, just to be cool. I'm just um, saying. When mom, by the but way. the other she, exciting news. Oh, go ahead. Well, she told me to go get you that T-shirt. She's oh, like, okay. it says river on it. So Andrew will be like the Little Rivers band. And I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> don't get it Does she want all. me to be like Rivers Phoenix? Or, uh... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that's, that's a little dark. But the next time you have a gig at a casino for 80-year-olds, it, it probably <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's not a bad idea. Could have used that in Tucson. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. But the other exciting news was that you, in your hospital trip, you got they got they gave you a second scan right after yes. you got your first one done right yep. and so both scans were clear and good you know you mom's finally excited you used a coupon you, know, you got <laughs> two for one on your scans that's right uh, yeah all the medical news was basically good except that I got sepsis which literally right. could have yeah. killed me but yeah. um, uh, but that's a side that these things happen. Um, yeah, yeah. but at it. least you know now that that's a possibility. You know, you're kind of you. Maybe next time you won't be having a seizure and and go. Hey, c if there's a band aid back there, I don't want to disturb anybody. That's right. That's right. I I did find it hard to believe that there was anything seriously wrong with me that wasn't just mm. going to go away. Um, mm. Very fortunate that I yeah uh, allowed, allowed them to call nine one one because they they were said you want us to call nine one one. And I was like, oh, I don't want to bother those guys. Can't have you got, like, <laughs> yeah. Don't you have a first aid kit here with something? Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. Between scans but, and scams, you're you're just no. having a bad week. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what else is going on with you, Andrew? Um, you know, um, I've been actually uh, binge watching Seinfeld lately. Wow. Uh, the TV show because I'm trying to figure out how to write jokes about nothing, and that's famously a show about nothing. <laughs> that's right. Right. That's right. Brilliant. Because uh, I'm, I think I'm at a point where, um, if something happens, or I, I'm traveling, or I see something, I can really easily make that a, a good joke. You know, if I'm in a foreign country, everything's crazy. But I, th I think the next level up for me will be what am I creating when I when I'm home and in a, in a normal routine, maybe. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not allowed to just exist. I have to be doing something at all times. Otherwise, I'm uh, useless. And um, Well, you see, you got some <laughs> of the, the same self-confidence my dad yes. bred into me. I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah. I wonder where it came from. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> well, no, uh, it, was, it wasn't your fault. It was the bullies in high school. So yeah. That's right. You can mark that one <laughs> off, your, off your list. Yeah, I didn't bully you. We were buddies, actually. Yeah. No, I, we were great. You I, guys I gave Andrew a, a pass job. on everything. I, I, yeah. Keith, Keith yeah. was the one I was tough on. Well, I was staying out of trouble. If we, if we're gonna go into it, I'm not the one hacking into <laughs> websites or 
oh boy. carving in carving <laughs> fuck this car into a steering wheel. You know, I was of really the car that I gave him. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> while we're piling on, um, yeah. <laughs> he also put out a flyer to have a rave at our house when we were going away on vacation. Yeah. That I wasn't even invited to. No, That's of course you were. That's the only reason I jumped <laughs> <on> cool. <it. laughs> I remember like seeing on the poster, wet t-shirt contest, and I went. Oh, my God. Mm. So, so uh, the man yeah, who well, put on nude stock. Nude stock, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Andrew's, uh, Andrew's like sort of antisocial and a little bit lazy like me in certain ways and uh and, and i always did like that um and a, you're a, a wet t-shirt with high schoolers you know it's not really you know you're not you're not uh you're not impressing much with the <laughs> i'm waiting to see where you go i mean with that so, now now yeah. maybe now yeah. hormones and milk <laughs> yeah. everyone's you know going through puberty at 12 or whatever but uh, oh my! How old was anyway, he then? He was older than that. He was seventeen, I think. Sixteen, yeah, he seventeen. Yeah, he was fine. Yeah, uh, but um, you know, we got through all of that tough stuff. Um, you are still doing well. You're still getting lots of. Uh, like I saw you posted something that said you got paid for all the. Was that the Facebook oh, yeah. views? Yeah, the Facebook because I I they they pay me to keep people on Facebook by, by sharing videos and stuff like that. Cause they want to sell ads and stuff like that. So, um, <laughs> and it incentivizes me to post the stuff there, I think for them, but, but yeah, I got $1,200. They max out at $1,200. Wow. If you That's get the max, if you get three and a half million views, you're oh, worth $1,200. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you perform to three and a half million people, you make more than $1,200, but on <laughs> Facebook, yeah. Yeah. that's still, and what even is the view, you know, it could be yeah. someone scrolling by while they're looking for something better to do. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's how I find you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I is this yeah, they're targeted. You're totally targeted, serious. Yeah. I've, I've been scrolling. Yeah. I basically comedy scroll Facebook sometimes and every, it feels like every 12th or 13th scroll, it's like, oh, that's my son. Oh, yeah, and, that's my kid. Um, yeah. They don't show you. Like, Boo, heard this before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heard this on the podcast. Yeah, Play Freebird. He, he had his gums reduced, so what? Okay. They, don't, uh, yeah, yeah. they don't show the viewers how many million views you have, right? That's something, that's a stat you get. Um, no, I'm sure. curious what it looks like from your perspective. I'm, sh I think, um, it might say like 40,000 likes or, or something like that, yeah, but I'm, I, I'm curious if, I, it, if it shows the views for you. I, it doesn't, it doesn't. So I was always curious huh. about that, but I know it's been millions and it's going really well for you. And yeah, it's going well. That's going to help. I am, I am running out of clips to post. And so I've been posting older videos and now YouTube, all the comments think I got a haircut, <laughs> which is fun. Um, sure. Oh, who's the that guy? Really ben Benjamin the Button? Is that, are you Benjamin Button? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Getting younger younger. They don't notice the wrinkles and the, and the gray hair and the, and the, and my teeth looked worse back then, but. Um, a, a hot chick after my show this weekend asked me what kind of conditioner I use. So I think, uh, wow. I think the chicks dig the long hair, you know? Yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool. What kind do you use? Giving out beauty Is tips. Suave? <laughs> no, <laughs> mane and tail from mom. Uh, what is it called? Purevel? I don't know. I just posted it on Facebook so you can, uh, you can go check it. But, um, now did I hear you were considering dating a musician? 
Oh, yes. Well, my friend is trying to set me up a musician. I thought this would be a fun one to run by you guys because I wonder if maybe we're too similar, you know, a musician, a comedian, <laughs> you know. I mean, we have our differences, right? She has talent and a fan base and the respect <laughs> of her family, but <laughs> sure. I thought maybe she'll understand some of my quirks like as a fellow creative, right? Like yeah, yeah. she comes by the house with, with some of her gals and there's candles lit. I'm bent over the couch with a finger in my ass. She's like, oh, it's just a process. <laughs> Don't question it. <laughs> I think you that know, a little more likes that. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Let's call her and say, why yeah. would a musician want to date a comedian? See how that goes. Yeah. yeah. I wonder, but I think, yeah, well, sure. But maybe we're too similar. Like we don't need two people laying around the house all day. Someone's got to wear not the sweatpants (laughs) in the relationship. You know, we need one person to understand tax law. I think that's what makes you and mom such a great (laughs) dynamic too. Cause I remember she would always run the business and she would, you know, take care of all the paperwork and stuff. And you were just go, I, I just say goofy stuff on the radio. That's pretty much, you me. know, you, you need a little bit of an opposite to track and, and you know, she fills Absolutely. your blind spots. Is there a specific musician in mind or uh, is this just a general thought? Uh, there, there, there was uh, a, a particular gal, but I don't know. Um, the problem is I didn't really like her music. that's never a formula for success andrew (laughs) right yes and and i I was like i you know now now i gotta lie to her even more than usual you know and now she's performing a bad song at the grammys in a dress that makes her look fat and it's my i could have stopped it you know (laughs) oh man wow And um, I don't know. It's an interesting dynamic, you know. Yeah. Also, like, I, yeah, I don't. Do I want to hear her rough draft songs? You know, can you imagine living with a comedian and hearing the first draft of these jokes? I mean, you guys don't even uh, like the finished ones, so <laughs> I can't imagine. Not true. <laughs> and and um, amazingly, performing. folks, he's still single, so he's available. <laughs> uh, it's amazing. Well, no, I don't know. What, what do you th- what do you think? Is that a good match? Should I should I date someone with a nine to five? Should I uh, um, should I? Are you just happy with anybody at this point? I think you should date someone who's really into cleaning apartments. <laughs> Bob, you just pulled the, the curtain back on the wizard. You know that, right? I think you should date someone who has a oh, fetish for cleaning up for a guy she wants to um, improve. Mom, mother. Ah. A maid, but then they don't want to take their work home, you know? Like they say some of the, the cleanest, the people that, right? The people that uh, that do certain things as like as a job, they don't, like, I, yeah. like I'm like i never funny in conversation, right? Because I yeah. have to and do me- it all the time for work. The manic- mechanic's car always misfires, yeah. <laughs> mm. I don't know, like, a, what do you think about, like, a celebrity, a lot of celebrity couples don't make it, which is why I'm determined to not become one. But, you know, I like, <laughs> I don't know. I just think about that, you know, like I've dated actresses the way, in the past. You would have if to you, have a multiple you, personality order to become a celebrity couple without someone else. What do you mean? Ask the other person in your head. <laughs> you mean I'm I'm dating myself, yeah, so yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Andrew Rivers. Well, I'm a, a you know we're, we're, we're 
Sure, we're we're doing hypotheticals here, you know. Yeah, we're we're yeah. you know, this is assuming I can get anyone to to stick around, you know. But oh, you will. <laughs> I the don't right know. I like is, is going to. You come were along. a celebrity for a long time, as much as uh, anyone can be uh, on the radio, right? You know, right in our town. Yes, I think I think that's pseudo celebrity. Scary to think call. about, but was that ever? Yeah. Was that was that ever causing tension in the? You know, did ever was there ever? Uh, you know, I heard your wife was unsatisfied in the bedroom. No, that was just an ad for Sleep Country. You misunderstand. You know, people think they know everything. Well, you know your mother. Uh, well, she can create tension out of anything. Out of anything. So, yeah. She could put it out of a napkin that's folded wrong. So. Right, uh, right. No, we, we, did, uh, we did actually pretty well. She um, is not a public person, so. Um, right. And I'm kind of not either, unless it's the job. Mostly, I right. like beekeeping and gardening, and you know, I like quiet. Uh, and then I go and out. And you were radio, so it wasn't like your face was plastered on the right. side of buses or billboards or. In the last um, fifteen years, it was <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, uh, right. and that was okay. I had the same philosophy that Alan uh, and Gigi had. I, I, I don't know if I did it as well as them, but always be grateful because uh, the people who are mm -hmm. listening to you are blessing you with their attention and time and yep. um without Years. them yeah you're basically no gig dating a musician yeah uh andrew <laughs> if, if it's taylor swift don't do it because you'll be a song forever sure. oh yeah. yeah yeah well i i can relate to that because i you know it's funny people you know i actually had a girl tell me she doesn't like when i talk about my failed relationships which is kind of weird hmm because like Taylor be Swift time. makes an album yeah. about her exes. Everyone loves it. I make uh, yeah. one about my ex and a judge tells me to stop playing it on her voicemail, <laughs> track by track, like a double standard. Uh, I'm actually dating an actress theory. right now. You're dating um, an actress. If you count a woman who pretends to have orgasms. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> folks. But, uh, oh, oh. Shot. That's a keeper. Shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> put that. Put the highlighter on that one. It's your open. All right, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a feeling you didn't even have to write that one. That was really special. Uh, that was very nice. Okay. That was not off the cuff. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Observational uh, humor. It's called. All right, Andrew. Yeah. All right, we're uh, we're. Uh, I'm running out of gas. I want to know who it is. It's just me. Who what is? Isn't it well, we there, Isn't it there was a. I met a lady in in uh, on tour. She's Canadian, actually, so uh, oh. not Taylor Swift, but she, you know, Av Avril Lavigne. We gave it a, we gave it a go for for a month or so, but um, <laughs> it, it I just didn't. The vibes weren't correct necessarily. Hmm. I don't know if you if that makes any sense to, to the vibes. It just didn't feel right, you know. I don't know. Um, uh, I'm so, not opposed to any particular job. It just, it, I think the person matters more, but I thought there might be some yes. material in there. Yeah. <laughs> some people call it chemistry. Yes. Uh, yeah. Chemistry. That's a good word. For it's it. a, it's a, it's a sort of a, it's an intangible, uh, when it's, it's right. Yeah. When it's right, you know it and, and nothing can dissuade you or her mm -hmm. in, and that's, you know, that's a beautiful thing. Um, it's a luck. But I, Andrew, I, I honestly think you should um, hang around maids and find one that just falls. <laughs> <over here this week. laughs> 
just find a girl named Molly. Like, yeah, <laughs> just uh, who loves cleaning places. That's mm. all I'll say. Well, I would have to clean my place first and impress her, <laughs> and then that's never that's gonna right. you know. And then slowly over time, she'll be like, "Wait a second. <laughs> yes, what did, what did I get into yes. here? Yes. Um, mm. I tease you because you live kind of like uh, it's a college dorm." Uh, he's a bachelor we yes he is a bachelor yeah. well you yeah. know um I, there's room for improvement for sure yeah well toilets don't flush i don't i don't have the uh the beer can <laughs> tower or the the poster of the scarface movie or oh boy or playboy magazines laying around anymore but uh you know hmm. uh-huh you have the most obnoxious theater chairs in the living room though and i have to say part of me is jealous <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they're not the. I was inspired by you. Yes, I know. But uh, uh, they're sorry not, about that. They're not. Um, they're not the. I wanted. I want to just. Um, this is a fun idea. Maybe if I just get like a three month relationship with an interior designer and let her fix me up, you know, like, sure. you know, well, and then I nice can, guy. I, I can take something from each woman that I like. If I, if I. If I date the interior designer and then next they, I move on to the maid and then I move on to, uh, well, I mean, I'm pretty much perfect after you count those two, but you know. Sure. <laughs> wow. All right. Just don't, um, don't can you find, uh, 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 how well do you know a map of the world? Andy, um, I've how many countries well, can, you name? can you find misogyny on a map if I hand you a map of the world? <laughs> uh, mm. <laughs> Is it right next to denial? Yes, it's very yeah. close yeah. to denial. In Egypt. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, it's in the Middle it's East. Atlantis, um, if it's <laughs> if it's Morissette, run because she writes songs about what happens. Yeah. Well, you know. What if she writes Isn't a hit I... record and then I'm the inspiration <laughs> for it? You know, I feel like she would owe me royalties and they uh, don't. No. 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 No, no, no. no. Opposite. Not a bit. Yeah. But I could at least get some like, you know, some people would take my side of the breakup, you know, just cuz they, you know, and they might be like, "We're standing for Andrew." <laughs> Are you going to get a red hat and put a slogan on it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Make Andrew, Andrew Rivers. great again. That's Ladies on my dating profile. My son, Andrew Rivers, always fun. Um, it's good to catch up Absolutely. with you. I, I like that you sort of give us the behind the scenes of what you do now. Yeah. It's kind of, uh, it's, it's interesting. Um, and you're going to start traveling again soon? Yes, I'm going to uh, Bricktown. Uh, comedy club this weekend in Oklahoma City. Let's go Sonics. That's why you know I I uh, I feel for the Let's Go Brandon people because you know I feel like <laughs> something was stolen from me, and uh, I I'm pretty upset about it. Yeah. But uh, but I, you can't just go around cursing out people in public. So you come up with a code like Let's Go Sonics, which means fuck the thunder. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, and then I got Honolulu coming up, and then. Yeah, North wow. Carolina and uh, Texas and um, um, everywhere. Am I yeah, in? that's very logical routing. We're, we're are, they gonna, are they going to have you? <laughs> Not so are they going to have you shoot a missile into an asteroid on, during that trip at some point? <laughs> I just saw that and I was mad. I knew you were going to ask me about Isn't it, and I didn't bizarre. have any jokes about it. it, it it's okay. It, it is cool, but it <laughs> seems like there's 
more pressing threats to uh, existence. Um, uh, but also, so are you saying how cool. much how much carbon was released in the atmosphere so we could practice shooting down an asteroid? Is that what you're saying? Maybe it wasn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. On the other um, hand, on the other hand, when the asteroid is coming, and Biden is called out for shutting down the asteroid prevention. Uh, yeah, agency, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean. Well, you know. the po- the ratings won't uh, won't matter much after that. So um, it's true. Uh, you know, if if a if an asteroid hits the White House, it'll be the second time an asteroid killed the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna close on that, ladies and gentlemen. Andrew That's Rivers, good. very nice, very nicely yeah. done. Yeah. Okay. Put down the folding chair.